our pain and our happiness is on a relative scale. That means that our happiness in life is only relative to the pain that we've been through. And I think that if you look in the lives of the people around you, like you can see this. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Go Money Grow podcast, where together we find the best ways to grow your money, your mind, and your body. We're here today with one of our special guests, a good friend, Chance Start. You just want to give us like a little introduction, like who you are, what's your name, how old you are, kind of where you've been, what you're doing. My name is Chance Stark, 24 years old. Past is kind of just crazy. Uh, I was born into, I guess you could say, like the drug addict life of things. Uh, not, not too great of parents that I was born into. So I was really born with a lot of um, like alcohol. I was a bad alcohol and drug baby. So the first part of my life, that's kind of what it was. And um, that turned into a, to a lot. The story that we don't have time for today. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people with a real hectic past, ended up getting adopted, really just dealt with mental illness and, and just, man, I struggled for a long time. You know, anybody on here who's dealt with depression and anxiety and abandonment and trauma probably understands that. You know, that's really where I stuck for 20 years of my life. I was stuck in that place, just that dark place. And, you know, finally, thank you, God, I got out of that, you know, by just working on myself and believing that there was something bigger out there for me. And God just stayed faithful to that. Um, and he just, every step along the way has just kind of edged me towards the place I'm in my life now. And through business adventures and everything through the last few years, you know, I've really been able to dial it down to being in the service of others industry. You know, so now most of my focus, other than just real estate investing, I do that as well, as you all know, yeah. but that's just yeah. because I'm a nerd and it's fun. <laughs> You know, that, so that I can't really say that's like just a little selfish thing I have. I spend most of my time coaching and helping people in the mental health space. And I also do digital marketing because that was the only way I could figure out how to fund another project like that was just to make it all encompassing and make it making money up front. Right. So we could make it make money later once we figured out our heads and everything that I wanted to do. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's where I'm at now. It's just service to others, speaking life into others. Do a lot of public speaking, like school, stuff like that. Really? I didn't know you did public speaking in schools and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my biggest passion in this world. Um, it's not, it probably will never be where my main income comes from because I want to be successful and like, yeah, rich. Right. And so I have a lot of other plans on how to obtain that. But my biggest passion in this world is to be for another kid who I needed all those years. Right. You know yeah. Be I mean? that adult that you didn't have yeah. as a kid. Yeah, I starved for 20 years in hopes for this one very specific person I just knew was going to come into my life. Mm -hmm. And um, that person never came. And finally, one day, God showed me. He was like, you never found that person because I created you to be that person. Right. And so now that's what my whole life is about, is being that person for that one kid. Yeah. Right? And even if I help a million kids a day, mm -hmm. right, which is uh, which would be incredible, right? Like, that's what I always maintain my focus on is that one kid. And so, um, yeah, like that's my passion. If y'all really, know, that's no. where I want to be. Right? Was there like a like a specific moment in time or specific event <clears throat> that happened that pushed you more towards you wanting to help people in like the mental health space, or what was it that caused that? So, of course, as I said, mental health has been a big part of my life, all the way from just being super depressed, all the way to successful suicide attempts. You know, that was mm -hmm. the first part of my life. And I really, really believed with all of me that there was no escaping that. 
You know, I really did for yeah. all those years. Like, there was no way out. And every day that you wake up, it just gets worse. And it gets worse. And it gets worse. And it gets worse. And it gets worse until you're just so lost. Like, you just don't even know who you are anymore. Mm-hmm. And that was that time, like, I was telling you that I, I just needed somebody in my life that would just come and understand me, who's been where I'm at. Just, like, tell me from relation, from someone who's been there, like, hey, this is going to be okay. Right. Mm-hmm. But I've never found that person, right? So I'm yeah. like, sure, I guess we just don't make it that far. Until yeah. like one day, right? So in my story, as y'all know, I went through really bad addiction in that time. Uh, ended up having to get sober. I uh, started that when I was in 2006, in 2016 before I had my daughter. In that, I was actually at an AA meeting one day when I realized what I just said earlier. And they were speaking about this part in the big book. And everybody was going around the room saying, you know, just how grateful they are for AA and the group here. And how like they spent their whole life needing somebody and like they finally found it in AA. And I was sitting, I was sitting there, I was like so broken and upset, right? Because I'm like, I've been asking for somebody my whole life and I, I never found that person. I'm yeah. sitting here in a room, everybody else relates. I don't, I still don't have that person, right? right? And so like, I go back, you know, and I'm crying like a little baby and I'm not going to, I'm not going to fret and not say I wasn't. Yeah. I was crying like a little baby, you know, just mad at God and everything. And, you know, that's when he told me that, you know, I was really mad. Just like, like why I do, you know, just, we all get mad at God and, you know, and I'm why man why why me i i'm faithful mm-hmm. to you i do all these works i help you tell me to help you give me a word i'm faithful to you why why am i the only one that doesn't have this person right and like that's when it very clearly spoke to me that like i am that person yeah, yeah. Right? that's what inspired me to become that person and i'm not gonna lie it took three years of working on myself before i looked in the mirror and actually found that person yeah but that's what started it right so i had to do all the work to become that person and then i had to be faithful to do the work that that person was created to do and that's help others especially kids skip the road that i had to go down to find my way here if i can just if we can skip the addiction skip the suicide Mm -hmm. skip the Mm self-hate skip the shame and the guilt and all that stuff and just see like okay look let's work and actually see that like you have a very specific purpose on this world you might have to right. go through a little bit more than other people do, but like, boy, on the other side of it, it's so worth every right, yeah. freaking second of every hard day that you've ever had, right? It's yeah, just like you I, have to I get I think there. every hard day that you have is turning you into the person who you're meant to be. Yes. Yeah, yeah I fully agree. And I love how, um, you know, we were talking the other day, I love how Ed Milet always says, he says, the world happens for you, not to you. Mm-hmm. Right. And I really believe that. So everything that happened in my life was happening for me, not to me. But because of my messed up perspective, I didn't see it that way. So it's all perspective game. Right. And that's Uh, what happens with so many people is they start focusing on all the negative in their life and and just going down this dark path and they don't see a way out because they're not focusing on what are they learning? What's everything that they're going Mm -hmm. through? What is it teaching them? How is it making them a better person? Yeah. Yeah. And I fully, I fully agree with that, Cade. Like it's hard, but, but you know, like if you look back in y'all's life, like who teaches that? Like, now that we're where we're at in life, like, we can sit here around this podcast and talk like that's just everyday news, but who teaches that? Yeah. Right? I think, like, ul- really, ultimately, it comes down to you. I mean, you have to make the decision that you want to change your life. But yeah. some mm-hmm. some people, like, you get so lost that it's like, you can't. Like, you know, like, y'all see me, like, why am I so happy and so grateful and giddy all the time? Like, I'm so grateful because I realize I'm very self-aware that most mm-hmm. people don't make it out of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like most people don't. Like I've been able to just have some moments of clarity in my life that, that have served me really well. But most people don't make it out of that unless someone teaches them and shows them the way. Because most people are followers, not leaders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So like that's our job as leaders, as, you know, of our community and leaders of people and leaders of men being tip of the spear out here is to teach the people behind us mm-hmm. how to come. 
and how to get to where they're going, mm-hmm. you right. know, and that's... Well, like, that's, like, one of the whole reasons <clears throat> we're starting this Discord that we're starting is because all of us growing up, whenever we were learning the things that we're doing, like Cade with his real estate, me with my stock trading, Kale with his social media and his influencing, like, we all had to just... God, and it might just be because we have that mindset. It's like, okay, we got to go to work. We have to figure it out. So we've all of us have spent countless hours just mm-hmm. doing research, doing all the things, educating ourselves on the things that we need to learn. So the reason we want to start this Discord is to just create a community, basically just an online information network yeah. for anybody that's interested in bettering their lives not even just information like we want to be there as a support yeah and and we want to encourage people because the world is filled with so much negativity we want to be that place that people can go and feel encouraged and supported and Mm. learn what they need to do to to live the life that they really want to live that's a beautiful thing it really is because we live in a world and it's sad to say but like support isn't valuable it really is because like for most of us, by the time you start getting support, you no longer need it. Even where I'm at in life now, I feel like I'm gaining support like crazy every day. I got people, you know, see what I'm doing and being involved and like, hey, yeah, let's do this. And, and it's great, right? But it's like, I've already learned to be self-sufficient. Yeah, I've already learned to be yeah. resourceful. Like, I don't need you anymore. And so it's like, if we could just flip the script on that and like support people in their rut, right? Support people. In the bottom, if we can build bridges over people's, you know, gaps that they have to go through to find success, it's something that's invaluable. I think it's our job just to relate that to people because I don't think people understand the value in that. Yeah. I mean, like, I see all my friends. I'm sure y'all see all your friends. They will go drop all their money at a bar or a concert or a Mm -hmm. football game or on a girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. But, like, they find out that you paid $1,000 for a course. Yeah. They find out that you're on that you're on the backside of Facebook and Meta, you know, spending all your money trying to figure out a system that works to reach the people that you need to reach, and like all of a sudden you're you're a madman. What are yeah, you doing? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so like I think a big part of it is is just to show people what that's worth, right? What okay. investing in yourself is worth. I heard somebody say the other day, um, instead of investing in the S and P five hundred. Invest in the SME 500 because you'll always <laughs> get 100% like returns. I've never heard it either until like the other that. day, but I love that, right? Yeah. Like wow. the invest in me 500. Yeah. And it's so true, right? And so like that's why I love that y'all are doing that and showing people the value in that. Yeah. And so so this year I've realized that, that my passion is connecting people, building teams, connecting people together to get one end goal done. And so I've realized that my value comes from my network and from my networking. And so I've started going to a whole bunch of different networking events, and I'm planning on going to to bigger events that are not just in Amarillo. I'm planning on going to Vegas for a realtor networking event, and I want to go, their bigger pockets is having a networking event in San Diego Mm. that I want to go to. And I feel like whenever I go to these big network events, it costs more than just showing up at some happy hour or something in Amarillo. Yeah. Like you got to pay for the flights and the hotel and, and even the tickets for the networking event. But the value that I get out of that, the people that I meet that are also mm-hmm. spending that money to invest in themselves, so it's true. just a different type of people. Yeah. It's different type of people. And people will think that you're crazy for doing that. But at the same time, they don't see the vision that you see. Right. Yeah. yeah. So and you got to do what you got to do. And I will tell you, and I know this to be true more than anybody, that the skill of being able to network is more valuable than any other skill in this world. 
networking will get you into rooms the degree never yeah, will right. i don't know if y'all heard that yeah. before truest thing out there because another part of my story i didn't go into is that i don't have a high school degree right i don't have a gd i have nothing right i found right. i was having a baby i dropped out of high school and went and tried to make something of myself oh yeah right? that's yeah. Uh, that's why i'm here so i don't have all these connections i have or all these people y'all see me with because people are seeking out my degree or, or like anything like that like it's straight just because I consistently network with people, right? And right. I consistently, and this is the thing, I think this is where most people fail. There's a lot of people who are really good at talking. And there's a lot of people who aren't scared to go up to anybody who they see has what they want and start asking questions. Yeah. I think the reason why there's never a relationship built there is because they network with people to get value. I network with people to bring value. Right. Yeah. Right? If I meet with you three at a table, if y'all meet with me, even though I know I'm going to get massive value, I'm going to make sure that y'all leave with massive value too. Yeah. I mean, right? like the first time we met you was just Yeah. So I think we, we met you through <clears throat> through a real estate deal or something. He no. DM'd me on Facebook. But it was because of real estate, right? You yeah. 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 You just, did, oh, yeah. No, you just did your first deal. Yeah. And yeah. You were my, just... And you were around my age and, mm-hmm. I, and I saw you. So, you know, like I'm a networking. Yeah, like, you are. This whole podcast is because I'm a networking pro. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And like, wow. I didn't come to you. I didn't come to you like, like, yeah, dude, I do real estate investing too. Like I do deals like that too. So like, let, like, you know, I didn't do that whole thing that most people do, right? Like mm-hmm. most people try to relate, like we're already even. Yeah. Right? Like all I did was focus on you mm-hmm. and let you talk about you. And then once we actually set up our meeting and met in person, yeah. we at first talked about you and you guys and what you guys had going on. Right. But then I was able to bring massive value yeah. to what you guys had going on as right. well. Yeah. And that built this relationship that's been, what, a two-year relationship now. Right, yeah. yeah. Very consistently. Like, we've been really good friends for mm-hmm. two years now. But, yeah. But you see that, like, I didn't show up to the coffee shop that day only to get yeah, value just from you. You didn't yeah. see that he was doing real estate and, and call him and say, hey, I want to do what you're doing. Can we meet up and let me just take yeah. And yeah. like, hey, I love what you're doing. Because there's so many people that do that. Like you said, like they go to network mm-hmm. to get value, but they don't have anything that they're offering. That's actually one of the reasons that I got my real estate license. Yeah. Because I was young. I didn't know anything about real estate. I didn't know anyone. I didn't have any money to invest in real estate. So I was like, if, I, if I'm going to do networking, I want to have something that I can bring because it makes yeah. networking so much easier. So I went out, got my license, and decided to focus myself as an investor's realtor because I had a really hard time finding an agent that was working with investors that wasn't in it just for the commission check. Yeah. And so I decided to go in and as an agent, I'm going to be there for you. I want to be an advisor or a real estate expert to help answer all your questions. I'm not in it for the commission checks. Yeah, and I love that. And I think like that's just such a big deal that people miss. And it's because we had this little thing. Everybody thinks like we got to go to college. And, and like, yeah. so we start mm-hmm. treating people who could be in our network like they're our professor because right. they're better than us. Right? Yeah. I don't know why you'd be meeting with somebody who doesn't have something that you want in the first place. Right. You shouldn't even have time yeah. for that. Right. Like I'm not going to question you like you're my professor and take notes and then just be like, thank you so much for your time. And walk away. Right. right. Like when you're networking. Yes, you want those nuggets. You want to take those nuggets. Please don't forget. That's very important. But you're there to build a relationship. And the relationships are a two-way street. Right. Yeah. So like, you better show up ready to bring some value. You know, right? And like that's what you need to start thinking about is where can I bring people value? See, like I understand the like the value of networking. But like I don't know. Just the stuff you've said right now is really eye-opening to me i guess i kind of like always subconsciously knew it but i mean now that you're saying it like it makes 
much better sense because I've always wanted to network. Like I'm that person. I'm really good at talking to people. I can have a conversation, but like I ask questions and I'm never like, okay, well, what can I do yeah. for you? Let me give y'all a nugget real quick. All right. I'm going to give y'all a nugget to adding value. Find some certain questions that you know people won't have an answer for that gives you a reason to then explain to them why this question is so important to their future goals and their future success in their life. Yeah. That's a little secret nugget. One of my favorite ones, right, just because of my past, what I've been through would be like this. Cade, so let me ask you, have you ever thought about death consciousness? And if you've thought about death consciousness, what would you say that, that those questions are within that? Uh, the first question that I would ask is is probably like, well, first of all, what happens when you die? Like, so you can almost stop you right there, right? So, so that's answering the question, like, like, question. how do you feel about death, right. right? I'm not asking how you feel about death, right? So, what death consciousness is, right? You see that? Yeah. Right. Did you see how? Exactly. Did you see how? Just so simply went to so what death consciousness <laughs> is, right? So now I'm about to drop some super golden nuggets on you about death consciousness. And how I use that to form my life, the life I live. And now you're going to spend the next week thinking about our conversation because now you have to have your death conscious questions for your life. Right? So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to sit there, I'm going to tell you my five. Right? Death consciousness is what we ask ourselves the five minutes before we die. Those are the questions that you need to ask yourself and live by every day. The first time I tried to commit suicide, I ended up unfortunately at a blalos with my parents <laughs> right and like all this stuff in my system like, like really like they have no idea like like something's about to pop up but i'm like like Mel, hopefully we'll make it home yeah and i remember and like this is not a sob story at all you know now y'all see where i'm at yeah, clearly absolutely. but um i remember you know any long story short i'm like dying we get in the car my dad's rushed me to the hospital somehow i'm like about to like throw up or something so i unlock the car and i fall out of the car under the bridge on coulter I'm bleeding out of everywhere. Like, like I'm clear. Like, I am dying. And my yeah, dad is standing over me, crying. I've never seen my dad cry, ever, up to this point. I've never seen him cry. He is crying. I see him screaming my name. I can't hear him. Now I realize, like, I spent this whole time in my life so mad at the world, so mad at a dad that's not even the guy who raised me, mm-hmm. so beat up, so hurt, so broken that, like, this man doesn't even know that I love him back. My family doesn't even know that I love them, that I care for them. Right, they they have no idea the depths of my heart, right? And so, like, like that's the first question I ask myself. I like, like, like you know, when you're fading out, that's the end. So I ask myself that question, like, 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 you know, like, man, like nobody knows Mm -hmm. how I feel, and you know, like, you start having these other questions, like, man, like, did I really get to love anybody? Did I get to actually feel and embrace love? Did I get to live life? Did I get to make an impact on this world? Was I the best version of chance that, that I could possibly be? Right? Like, did I pour love into the hearts of every single person I could? Did every single... I mean, like, I'm sure y'all probably think I'm weird because I'm very different no, than most no, men. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying, not. like, yeah. but a lot of my friends think I'm weird because I'm very different than most men because, like, when I go on the phone with you, I don't know if you know this or not, like, I say I love you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it's really weird because, like, like, guy friends don't say that. I say it to all my guy friends, mm-hmm. all, my, all the friends of mine that are girls, everybody, right? Because, like, I've been there. And, like, I'm telling you, even though we're here to talk about money and success, that those last five minutes, like wow. you don't care about what you've made. Right. You don't exactly. care about what you drove. You don't care about what you built. Like you care about the relationships in your mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Right. You care about that people know where your heart was at with them. If I were to ask you what your opinion of the meaning of life is, what would you say? My opinion of the meaning of life 
for me because I, I believe that question is, is personal to every individual person. Right. I agree. Mine's going to sound a little bit cliche. It wasn't like this the other day because, of course, I think the meaning of life is like happiness, peace, mm-hmm. serenity, what all of us want. But, you know, like for me, the meaning of life is to be a kingdom pusher. That's what I'm called to do. A kingdom right. pusher. Right. Like I am here to shepherd and lead people to the kingdom of God. That is the point of my life. Right. That is my impact. Even though, you know, like, like when I save somebody, you know, when somebody calls me up, like, hey, you know, like what you said, you know, like that saved my life. I was thinking about ending it today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't see it. It's just that. I see it as like now they have a chance to not only live a life of something that they never dreamed, but also that they have a chance to see like the kingdom of God one day. Yeah. And it's like, like, that's what my meaning of life is for me personally. And I said, no, everybody's different. Well, yeah, I, I agree. I think everyone yeah. has their own meaning yeah. of life. Like, but like I said, you know, like, so use that. We just got off on a rabbit trail there. But, <laughs> no, no, but, but like, what it's good but like, for. But like, that, yeah, yeah, most, that's. You have me thinking. Yeah, yeah, like, that, there's so uh, yeah. many thoughts going through my head right yeah. now. <laughs> and like you said, now I'm going to be thinking about my death consciousness. Like, you are like yeah. five minutes away and you know you're yeah. dying. Like, exactly. what are you thinking about? And so you see what I'm saying, like when you're networking with people, that's the best advice I can get because everybody asks me, like, like I truthfully, my best skill in this world is networking. I can network like nobody's business. No, I I completely believe you. Yeah. And that's why, right? And if you, if you're having trouble adding value to people, learn to ask questions that they can't answer and then teach them how they can like teach them. Right. So now Mm -hmm. you're adding value to yourself because now you're a teacher. I went from a student to now I'm a teacher. Right. And then, you know, you mm-hmm. teach and you communicate it properly. So now you have even more value because now you see I'm a high level communicator. Yeah. And now I'm begging you. I'm begging questions out of you that you don't have the answer to, which means now I'm not just a friend or anything. Now I am almost in a position where I'm coaching you. Yeah. yeah. Right. You see that? Yeah. It's so like this. We switch scripts. Right. And that's how you add that, that value in these networking conversations that take that one conversation where you get one nugget and never talk to somebody again. Where these people are always texting you. I mean, I have lawyers text me, doctors text me, uh, people who are who are way further successful than me, who constantly keep up with me, just because like they want access to those questions that I ask myself to just function in this world. Yeah. Right. And it's like right. So like, if you are having trouble adding value when you're networking with people, find questions that you can ask that you can build value from that they most likely can't answer. Yeah, yeah and. I don't know. It just works so perfectly for you. Like, mm-hmm. like we've known each other for two yeah. years, but like, this is the deepest yeah. we've ever gone. But, yeah. but, like, but you saw how I just, how I did that to y'all. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, like we're y'all were all like, <laughs> like you know, I can see all your brains, like, just like over yeah. here, like, like, golly. Right. It's yeah. like, like, I'm stuck in your head now. Right. And then when you're in a business situation one day and you need somebody to call on because you need somebody to look at your life from yeah. a different point of view, who are you call? I'm calling you. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just like you, you think <clears throat> so differently. Like, a lot of people I feel like won't understand, but like you think so differently and so in depth and you ask all these or like that specific, like you just ask really deep questions that yeah. make people think and it makes us intrigued or me at least like, like I'm so Yeah, I was intrigued. just sitting here and I was just listening. I didn't even yeah. know what to say. I was, yeah, I was taking it all in. Yeah, it's, it's a big deal, man. And it's just, in the, but I, like I do want to say it's a skill that everybody can learn, right? Like I am gifted which I have to be for what I do. You know, I'm a very deep person. Yeah. You know, I'm not good with surface level conversation. If you want a surface level conversation, I'm not your guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm just not, I'm, I'm not that dude. I don't need to be, I don't need to be something for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's right. a big, that's one of the biggest things too, that you can learn in this business where y'all can learn with your discord. 
is y'all are not here to be something for everybody. Right. Yeah. You're exactly. here to be something for a very specific group of people with a yeah. very specific goal that y'all can help cut down the time for them to get there. That's it. One of the ways <clears> that we're going to structure this Discord is in order to get into the Discord, you have to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and where you're going and where you want to be. If we send out an, a Discord invite li- link and you join... We don't want you to just come in there and and take all this value. We want to get to know you. We want to help you on a personal level. And so in order to get into that Discord, you have to to post that introduction. And if you're not willing to do that, then you're not going to be able to get into the Discord. Because like right now, I think the most value that I bring to people's lives is... Like you, it's like, like, I think a lot deeper than most people. I don't think I do now after talking yeah. with you. I'm like, gosh, <laughs> this dude's so much wiser, like, like so much more. You just think so much deeper, but... I think a lot deeper than a lot of people. And like I said, I had a conversation with a girl over here last night and we just talked for like two hours just about life, about situations, about things that go wrong. And I gave her my advice, what I would do in situations. She gave me her advice and what she would do in situations. And at Mm -hmm. the end, I just asked her like, is this valuable to you? Like having these deep conversations where people like genuinely care about you and want you Mm. to do better in your life. They want you to succeed and do all the things that you want to do for yourself, but maybe you're afraid of taking that leap. You're afraid of, I don't know, just going after it. Yeah. And I I love that because like we, we have to grow. I mean, because like literally y'all, y'all probably keep up with all the same business people I keep up with and like all of them, and us included, like they all talk about how like no one's gonna support you, no yeah, one's gonna yeah. care, no one's gonna be there, right? Like like your family's gonna think you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even worth getting a relationship if you're an entrepreneur because no girl's gonna believe in you. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. like man, I thought you had money. No, I ain't got <laughs> no money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't understand. Right, right? Like like, like yeah. if I make twenty thousand dollars tomorrow, it's to be invested in the growth somewhere. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, like like that's how it is, right? And it's like this constant game, especially as young entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. right? Like like we're constantly having to grow and change. But I I think like just that alone is so valuable. Like like even if it's like you're not dropping these crazy bombs or anything, but just the fact that like to know like I have these people here that support me. Yeah, I have these people here that got my back. I got these people here. This I got these people here that, and that's why I'm so glad that like I have such a good network of people. Is because like I understand very, very, very clearly, and like like my brain does not listen to anybody's advice. It doesn't have what I want. Like like I don't even hear it. I have a whole lot of naysayers in my life. I don't even hear it unless you've achieved what I want in life. Your opinion is completely not validated here that's one thing that you have to learn it's like mm-hmm. only take advice from people who have what you want yes and have the goals that you want because for anybody else it's going to sound freaking nuts don't even yeah. waste your time yeah we'll see us like we're huge believers in who do you listen to yeah like you need to be listening to and following and doing the things that the people that you see doing like what you want to do in your life like me i do day mm-hmm. trading I'm not going to listen to somebody that does long-term investing. Like, yeah. uh, like it's good to be educated on it, but I'm going to look at the person that's and take advice from the yeah, person. Yeah, so like if, it, if there's trades. a long-term investor and you're day trading and they try to give you advice, you could listen to the advice to know it for your long-term trades. Yeah. Like if they're trying to tell you that you're day trading wrong, that's when you don't listen yeah. to them. Yeah. And for me, I'm about to contradict myself as well. So everybody on the podcast is going to say that. I already know this, and it's for a reason, to make you think deeper. But the big thing to know is you also, every single person alive has something to teach you Yeah. as well. Yeah. So you have to be able to listen 
and you have to be able to take and throw away. One thing I think is super, super valuable to go to the next level for anybody. Because, like, I really just want to understand life. Like, that's what I want. So just understand life and love and happiness and peace. And, like, every single person has something amazing to teach you. Yeah, I think you, know, you have to be open-minded. To fil- yes, you I think you have to it. listen to everyone that, that comes into your life. But whenever it comes to taking what everyone is saying, yeah. you have to know... What are people saying that follows your direction in life? Yeah. And so how do we do how do we build a mental filter? That's the question. So that's what I was going to ask you cuz like from my position like we're sitting right now like your mind to me is much more developed in how you view the world like how the things you want to see, the things you're looking for and what you're trying to take away. So I guess my question is to you like what was it about us that made you want to reach out like to us and like talk to us like what is it that we bring value to you for i guess i'm just curious because right now in my position i just feel like you're doing so much better (laughs) than like and i don't know i'm just curious man you know i gotta tell you one gift i have that i can't take any credit for i did not train for i did not teach myself that i did anything i'm a very discerning person or that's good or bad like for me like you understand like this deep stuff it doesn't turn off yeah. Right. This is my whole life, twenty four seven. That's how my brain works, all day, every day. I take an ungodly amount of sleep medication just to sleep for four <laughs> hours. No, I'm serious because my brain will keep me up for weeks thinking deep into things. Like it's like that's just it never stops. It's miserable sometimes to be honest, you know. But I'm a very discerning person, you know. So I'm really good at knowing when I meet somebody and they have massive value to add to my life. You know what I'm saying? And I don't need an explanation or anything. I just need to know your heart. Okay. And so you and I, within the first 10 minutes of meeting two years ago, right, I have like an eidetic memory so I can remember conversations. Like I can rehear them in my head. It's crazy. Yeah. And so like, I don't know if y'all remember or not, but I mean, like we got the heart portion out of the way in the first 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Where's yeah. y'all's heart? I'm here in this podcast today because of where y'all's heart is. I'm here because y'all talked to me the first time we met about some extremely difficult things that y'all three were going through with your family. Yeah. And y'all had every reason to be quitting. You had every reason to be giving up. You had every reason in this world to just say, you know what, like this is a sign that our dreams are not meant to happen for us. Every reason in the world would have validated you and cuddled you through that. And y'all didn't do that. Right. Yeah. Like I saw y'all using your pain to become great. That's why we're here. I was going to wow. say, you've explained it to us before, but for the people that don't know anything about it, you say there's like a spectrum, like the pain and the trauma you go through in your life. And how yes, it can lead yes, to the amount of success. Yes. Do you, can you talk about that a little bit? Yes, yes. And um, since we're on a podcast, like this is not scientifically proven. This isn't a book anywhere. This is mm-hmm. just my thought. But it's proven to be true in my life and the other people's lives that I get to impact. And so I do believe it to be true. Yeah. And it's that our pain, our pain and our happiness is on a relative scale. Okay? That means that our happiness in life is only relative to the pain that we've been through. And I think that if you look in the lives of the people around you, like you can see this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's take this. Uh, we have a scale. If y'all are taking notes of this podcast, please do this on a piece of paper because it will help. It will benefit your life. I promise. All right. So we have a scale of one to 10. Five's in the middle. Okay. So anything under five is pain. Anything over five is happiness, joy, peace, love, etc. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so if we've only felt pain in life at a two, then we can only experience happiness in life at a six. Like, what does that mean? Like, if I've only experienced pain at a one, like, I live this very spoon-fed, which is great, right? Like, none of this is saying anybody's bad, right, or wrong, or anything. But 
I'm only going to have a certain amount of gratitude in my gratitude jar because I find gratitude because I've seen the opposite. How do you know you're truthfully mm-hmm. grateful for something? Because you've lost it or you didn't exactly. have it at one point. Exactly. I love that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I love that so much. Like, you become really grateful for your parents real quick when you see your friend post that they just lost their dad. You think about that. So we do that, and so we can only experience it at six. That's why you see some people, like, if you notice that some people, they, they only get super grateful in life when they have, like, a grandkid born. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I know so many people that, like, the only time something big happens in their life is when a grandkid's born. But if you look at the other side of their life, they've only really experienced pain. The other side, and like, you know, like a four. <laughs> yeah. You know, like four or three. But when you start experiencing pain, you know, at two or one, yeah, right? When you're really down there, when you're really hurt, when you're really just, like, when life is just sucking hard, then that gives us the opportunity to experience life at a nine or a ten. And what most people fail at who get there is that they don't understand, like, five? Five is a big wall. So, I like, just want you to picture five being a big freaking wall. You cannot see the other side. And that wall is healing. That wall is being vulnerable. That wall is going to those deep places inside you and fixing those messes and cleaning that house that you haven't looked at in years. Yeah. Five is a lot of effort. Five is a lot of work. Five is a lot of consistency. There's a lot of things, but if you're willing to do the work to get over that wall of five, like now you can experience life right. at a 10, right? And so like that's what I always use that baby thing, right? Because I, I have a daughter, and I swear to you, I'm not joking. This is four guys having a conversation. Yeah. And I equally as grateful to be sitting here with you four as I am when my daughter's born. How crazy is that? Right. Right. Yeah. right? So, so when most people have this huge thing that happened in their life to just fill a sense of gratitude, I can drive 20 minutes to get on a podcast with some friends <laughs> and literally my whole entire body has chills on it because I'm just so grateful to be here with you guys because I've been at that one. I took action and i took charge of that wall and i climbed up that motherfucker excuse my language but i climbed no, up and over that motherfucker and now i chill at nine and ten mm-hmm. all day yeah that's amazing you know what i'm saying you're giving me chills yeah. <laughs> it's just it's crazy it's it, good because i like how you think about that because you have to appreciate every single moment you have with anybody that's amazing how you think yeah, about that and, and most of the world takes it for granted exactly you they know do. Like they take it do. for granted and it's solely because they just haven't, they haven't been low enough or they haven't done the work to get over the wall. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I remember whenever we were living in the ghetto in a little duplex and I'm not going to lie. Like, I think I was maybe happier then than I am now. And it's because I thought differently at the time. And like, you're bringing this back to my perspective. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm speaking on it. But I remember whenever I was reading all these books about how important gratitude is and how important Mm, it is for those I am and I'm grateful for Mm -hmm. statements. And so every morning I remember posting on my Snapchat, it'd be negative five degrees outside and I'm walking outside and I'm like, oh my God, it is such a beautiful day. I woke up today. I can't believe I'm out here. It's snowing. The snow feels good on my skin. I can, Mm. I can feel, I have, I have these emotions. Like it's just incredible to be alive. And that just brings so much yeah. more mm-hmm. gratitude and happiness in your life whenever you can just be so grateful for like even Another negative day. things yeah. that yeah. happen right. in your life. And you know, and, and how you how you get to keep that is like my favorite word I use more than any other word in, in my vocabulary is intentional. Intentional. Right? Intentionality is the biggest part of this whole entire thing. Is that you have to be extremely intentional with what you do. 
Like I'm extremely intentional with my thoughts all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely mm-hmm. intentional where my intentions going all the time. I'm extremely intentional that when I have conversations like this, I'm pouring love out into y'all all the time. It's not just because it's who I am. I intentionally mm-hmm. do it over and over again until it just becomes part of you. And like that, that's like the biggest thing that I think people miss in that is like you have to be intentional about it always, right? Because like you will always talk about gratitude. You're always going to find what you're looking for. It doesn't matter what life you live. If you look for bad, you will find it. Vice versa as well. Yes. Yes. I also believe that even in the worst situations, you can find something to be grateful for. That's what I'm saying. Like, no matter what it is in life, what you look for is what you'll find. Yeah. I forget the word of the psychology or or the study behind it, but y'all notice, like, when you make a decision, right, man, I want want a black Ford Mustang. You see it everywhere, everywhere, Mm -hmm. right? You see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. We have to train our mind to do the same thing with gratitude, exactly. yeah. with the little things. We're really hyper-focused. Like, we are really, really can do it at a high level when it's the big yes. things, like yeah. like the black, blacked-out Mustang. Mm-hmm. How do we do that with the people who just walk by us at Walmart smile at us? Yeah. Yeah. Right? How do we do that with the little old lady that, that, holds the, that tries to hold the door open for us and we get the opportunity to say, oh, no, ma'am, I got it. You go ahead. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How do we do that? How do we do that when someone's actually nice enough when everybody stopped at a red light and you're at the other intersection trying to turn into yes. into their lane? And how do we feel that level of gratitude when somebody actually stops and lets us out instead of so just pulls yeah, up exactly. right behind the other car and blocks the intersection? Yeah. Right? How do we think about man, how That's nice insane. that was from that guy? That is beautiful. See, there's so much. How do we how do we train our mind to do that? That's the question. Yeah. See, That's what I'm good at. It's so crazy because what you're saying. Like, we think the same way, we just think about it in a different (laughs) route. Like, so us three, like, we're huge believers in the law of attraction and, like, vibrations Mm -hmm. in the universe. And everything you're saying is exactly what we try to preach to people, but we try to preach it in, like, the laws of vibrations. It's like, everything Mm -hmm. is a frequency. If you're vibrating and sending out bad, negative energy, that's what's going to come back to you. And vice versa with, with, with good energy. It's just crazy that you're saying that because, I don't know, we just think the same, but we just express it in different ways. But I think that we should make something clear for everybody listening is that it doesn't come back overnight. Yes. Right. Right? 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 (laughs) Like most people, most people, that's what they don't get. They think, hey, I'm going to go out and share love today. I'm going to get love tomorrow. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm going to go out and share love it. today and tomorrow and the next day and the next week and the next month and the next month after that and the next month after that. And a lot of people are going to leave. A lot of people are going to take advantage of it. A lot of people are going to whatever. But I'm just going to keep sharing this love. Consistency. And then one day you're going to raise yourself to an identity yeah. that you look up and you realize, like, I have this whole life of freaking love now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, and, and, like, you don't even know how it happens. Yeah, right? you don't wow. see it coming. You yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You, like, you, you wake up one even... day and you look back and, and you're like, this actually happened. Yeah. I, I was listening to a, I, I don't remember if it was a book or a podcast, but it was about this guy who he made a vision board of like his dream house and everything like that. He packed it away 10 years earlier and, and it stayed in the box for multiple moves. And then one day he, he got his home base and everything and he was going through his boxes and, and his kid was there and his kid found the vision board and pulled it out and he's like dad what's this and uh, he's like oh that was a vision board and he started looking at this vision board and he realized that the house that was on that vision board was the exact house that, that he, he had built that he had and he didn't even realize beautiful he didn't even realize that he was building the house that was on his vision board 10 years ago 
Yeah, man, like that's beautiful. And that's what we were talking about in the kitchen before we started this thing, right? Is that one of my biggest core beliefs that that's got me this far is that like you have to be trusted with small things before the world will trust you with big things. Like we don't just wow. get to skip the line. We have to be extremely faithful when we're getting nothing in return. I have to be willing to serve and give when I know that there's a good possibility that I never reciprocate that back from that person. Right. Yeah. And I have to be willing to, to put my heart and myself out there and do that. And then at that point, at some point, once I've done that and I learned the lessons that were involved in that to become who I need to be, then and only then do I start getting trusted with big things. Only then do I fully get to experience all the vibrations of the world and everything that it has to offer me. Only then does the light turn on. It's like you have to do all that before you get the ground. Like, you know, like we're all like plugged into this world, but we don't have a ground. And it's like that, that selfless faith is that ground. And you have to, that's a key component. The foundation. Or the lights aren't going to turn on. Yep. I don't know. This might be a bad analogy, but like, have you've seen the movie The Matrix. So from your perspective, would you say escaping the Matrix would be finally like, like being unconsciously competent that just to be grateful for everything would kind of be like the escape from the Matrix? Because I feel like there's just so many people that are so negative and they're so down bad. Like you were discussing earlier, it's so hard for them to get out of it. And it's almost like you escape the matrix once you realize you can be happy. Like you can consciously make that decision to be happy. Yeah. So I do agree with that. I actually wrote about this the other day. You almost really? saw it. And was it I, your Facebook post? Yes, it yeah, was. I read it. You did, right? And it, and it was super good. I mean, I literally realized this the other day when I, like, when I wrote about it. It was a huge, you know, that's the cool thing. Is that, like, no matter how far you get in this thing, like, you still learn. And so, like, this girl, you know, I think, as we've already discussed, I think deeply in full spectrum about everything that's told to me. So this girl's talking about the fact that it's okay not to be okay. And how it's so cool that that statement is, like, you know, out there now. Yeah, Where it's, like, right. finally yeah. people are speaking, like, it is okay not to be okay. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that statement fully. Like, it is okay not to be okay. It is okay to have to ask for help. It is okay to be vulnerable. It's okay. Because Lord knows I had to do all that to get here. It's okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. But then I realized, and I realized the missing question. I, re- I realized that it's like, okay, so we've figured out that it's okay not to be okay. But have we given ourselves permission to be okay? Wow. With mental health and mental illness and, and trauma and pain and breakups and heartache and all that crap that life throws at us, right? It's really easy to get into positions that we're not okay. It's really easy to shame and guilt ourselves, beat ourselves up and self and self-pity ourselves all the way down into nothing, all the way down into just a whole big bunch of not okay and stay there. And the world validates that it's okay for us to be there. But at some point, we have to give ourselves permission to be okay. We have to love ourselves enough to say, you know what? We can be okay. That's our decision to make. I had to give myself permission. Chance, I get what every teacher told you that you were going to be nothing in life. I get how everybody treated you for your mental health. I get that nobody understood you. I get that you've had all this negative self-talk for all these years that you beat into yourself. That that's who you were. That's all you really are. I get that. But you, Chance, deserve to be okay. And I'm giving you permission to go out and get hurt again. I'm giving yourself permission to go out and get some more scars. Giving yourself permission to go out and get beat up a little bit more. And keep trying this thing until you get on the other side of that wall we were talking about earlier. You have to give yourself permission, right? What is our brains for? What are our brains? 
Our brains are for and only for to protect us. Our brains are not built to make us happy. Yeah. Right? That's what people have to understand. Our brains are not designed to make us happy. It's not designed to bring you peace. It's not designed to bring you spirituality. It's not designed for any of that. It is designed right. to protect you. Mm-hmm. So when you go out in the world and you get a little bit hurt, we hide away. Yeah. Right? Wow. To protect ourselves. Right. We have to give ourselves permission to go out and be vulnerable again. Mm-hmm. And go take those bruises and take those lumps and heal from what we have to heal from. Because it's painful. Your brain doesn't want to heal because it knows it's going to freaking suck. And it's going to hurt. You're going to have to revisit a lot of things that your brain has worked really hard to bury away. Right? Anybody who's out here has a bunch of triggers they don't understand. And they just have all these emotional and depression. And they don't understand what's triggering all of it. Right? Like, that's what I'm talking about. Right? Like, you got to go into those places that you've hidden away for so long. And give yourself permission to hurt and heal. Mm-hmm. And love yourself through that. So you can come out on the other side. Uh- wow. There's so many people that they have those triggers, and so like, say something happens at at a certain bar or something, and and it it's a traumatic event. Most people will never step foot back in that bar, but the people who are willing to give themselves permission to go into that bar and change how they feel about that bar is gonna make them better off in the long run. Yeah, and you know what? I'm gonna give you all another nugget. Like, this is the quietest that we have been on a podcast because you're just throwing out so all just, this information and we're just, we're just processing everything. Yeah, I got a lot, I got a lot of information. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of information. There's this big nugget, right? And there's this big thing that I learned that, um, it was this big shift in life. And it's the fact that we just don't know. I'm going to explain it to y'all so you really get the depth of how much we just don't know. So um, I'm going to have to paraphrase a little bit here. I don't remember who wrote this or anything like that, but it's an old Chinese parable. Okay. okay? I'm going to set the scene for y'all, right? It's Chinese BC. So you got to think back to like how these people are living. Your whole worth in this world was your property and your livestock and your farm, right? Like That was your worth. That's your legacy. If you look at the original definition of legacy, I'm pretty sure it's like, how much livestock you leave behind. Like, that was like the original, like how you knew if you had a big legacy or not, is how much livestock you left your kids, right? It's a big deal. Yeah. Right. Talking about big deal back in these days. Right. Okay. So there's this Chinese farmer in this little Chinese town. And it's him, his son, and they have one trained horse. And this horse is what helps take care of this whole, have you heard this? I think so. Okay. This horse is what takes care of this whole entire field because this field is way too big for man alone. So they have one working horse and that's how this farm is ran. That's how this whole entire, this this whole entire family's life. One day, somehow this horse breaks a hole in their fence and the horse gets out. Next morning, everybody comes over. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You're, I feel so bad for you. Your life is over. Mm -hmm. This is terrible. Mm -hmm. Like, right? Like, like, this is just like, like, your life is over. Like, you have no legacy. You have nothing now. Yeah. And the guy looks at them very calmly and says, I don't know. Because that hole in the fence that night, 10 free-range horses, free-range horses find their way into that hole to start eating because they're hungry, right? And they, and like, they find a hole and they have all this freaking food out here right so of course you're gonna walk in here right but what we're back in bc and you know if any free-range horse ends up on your property if you can catch it that's your horse yeah and so this guy went from everybody telling him yesterday that his life was over to now he has he has 10 times his life overnight because yeah. of what the world thought was something bad the whole world goes over oh my gosh you've been blessed this is crazy like you don't even understand how big this is, right? Like, like now your legacy is is tenfold of what you're gonna leave behind. Like this is amazing. And he says, I don't know. Next day, right, his eight year old boy 
let's you know he might be like 11 12 probably anyways his boy he's never been around free race horses before right because his dad's had this horse since before he was born he's only been around his trained horse right he wakes up in the morning does what he does every morning goes out and play with the horses mm-hmm. right doesn't understand their free range horses Food from the horses the ho- one of the horses kick backs and breaks the kid's leg there's no medical equipment stuff back in the day right so this is a bad thing if the whole town comes over oh my gosh your only son your only son just broke his leg this is terrible. Who's going to bring on your legacy? Who's going to take care of the farm one day if he can't get better? What if he's crippled? How are you going to take care of the farm and your crippled son? Like, this is terrible. Like, you've been cursed. Your life is over. And he calmly says, I don't know. Next day, Chinese army comes by that town and they take every single military age boy to go off and fight and fight the Chinese war. That's their goal. They take every single boy. In the next five years, they'll be full functioning, equipped warriors mm-hmm. and they take every boy in this town but when they get to this man's house they see the crippled boy and they say your boy is not fit to serve this army and they pass his house right. no military age boy ever made it back to that town and that man got to keep his son at the end of the day we don't know it if it's good man? or bad or what it is it is what we make it that's what it is you see that yeah we don't right, know exactly right the first 23 years of my life seemed like a really bad deal. Mm-hmm. It seemed like I just got a really shitty end of the stick. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. But the fact is, is that every little thing I'm so grateful for, everything that's so beautiful in my life today, I only have because of everything that I used to think was so bad. It wasn't bad. It's what was bringing me to be everything that God created me to be. That's what it was. We just don't know. Right. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just love that so much. I've heard that I've story heard before, it. Mm-hmm. but, but so like powerful. a little bit different story. It is. It's just incredibly powerful. Yeah, he, and the way you're able to articulate it just makes it easier to understand <laughs> than like the yes. versions that I've heard. And like, it makes it so much more meaningful <laughs> yes. and powerful. Cause um, what I've heard about that story is that the father of this kid, he was like, Oh, I want my kid to be safe during this war and stuff. Uh, he was praying and stuff, and then the next day he broke his lug, and then everyone was saying, oh, this is so bad. But then he mm-hmm. said, oh, I don't know, maybe it's not, we'll just see, and then the army comes the next day. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard about it. It's the same yeah. story, but the, I don't exactly. know. Yeah, it's, it's, the same, it's the same story, it. same, it's the same value than mm-hmm. the day. So, like, yeah. you just have to understand, like, we just don't know. Yeah. You know? Exactly. What so the like world we, thinks is bad may not be bad. Yeah, yeah, what we don't know is like, we don't know. That's why like y'all, y'all all heard me say this, is that the one thing that I know in life, that's why everybody says like, oh, you're so knowledgeable in all these things. I'm like, yeah, not really, because I only know one thing. Yeah. Okay? One simple thing that I know is the reason why everything else that y'all think I know, I know. <laughs> and that's me knowing that chance is not it. I'm not it. I'm not it. I'm not it. I'm not it. My thoughts are not it. My actions are not it. Like, my desires aren't it. My dreams aren't it. I'm not it. Because I'm only human. Yeah. I think way too small. That's yeah. why it's like, I'm not it, right? Like, like mm-hmm. I, like me, chances, decisions. I mean, like, you know enough about my story to see where my decisions, like my decisions end me up in rehab. My decisions mm-hmm. end me up in a psych ward, right? On the suicide floor, right? Like, that's where my decisions and my yeah. thought processes take me, yeah. right? That's where I take me until I realize that, like, I'm not it. I'm not God. Yeah. I know nothing. Exactly. Right. That's why I have this full, like, this very holistic view of the world. Because I realize, like, I'm not it. And once I take myself out of the position of God in my life, mm-hmm. I start, like, just really just living life. Yeah. Like, that's when you start seeing these things. I don't even know what to say. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> speechless from, I don't know, just from all of this. Living by faith. Yeah. 
It is, man. This is going to be so valuable mm-hmm. in like just a TikTok, a reel, just like all these little things, these short clips, just these little short clips that you're saying are going to change people's mm-hmm. lives, dude. And that's what that's what we're here for. At the end of the day, I think where people, you know, go from like semi-successful in their personal life. And when I say successful, please everybody understand, like I'm not talking about money. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right? Like, like, I'm talking happy. about successful in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's that shift of everybody else is so caught up on trying to bring value to their own life. That the people who truthfully win are those who are bringing value right. to others' lives. Like that's where you really win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I've, I've said it before, but like whenever I say that I don't, uh, I don't do real estate for the commission checks. What I do is I provide value. And in whenever I do provide that value, it's returned through whether it's the people that I know or even the commission check that allows me to, to go out and travel and do even more networking. But I go into it as like, look, I'm going to provide as much value as I can without any expectations. And then the value just comes back into your life because you're putting it out into the world. Amen. So... What's crazy about this is it was just two weeks ago, and it was actually Kale that had like this aha moment, yeah. this aha day that made us want to start doing this Discord. Because two weeks ago, like, like I do my stock trading, I do real estate, I know how I view the world, but I was stuck, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, how do I provide value? What can I do? What's your passion? Like, what's my passion? Like, I didn't know what I wanted to do or be like i like i know what i'm gonna do about like making money but like i wasn't Mm. it wasn't something like i'm passionate about like i like trading stocks it's a way to make money but it's not something that i was passionate about and then kale had this aha moment like like tell him about the day you had and and how it went i was in bed the other night or whenever i came and i was telling myself i was like what really made me happy in my past itself like what what made it Mm. click and stuff and one thing was I had a friend that went to school with me, and he needed a place to stay, so I had another room at my mom's house. So I was like, hey, look, you can come stay here for a while. And I've been learning all this stuff about law of attraction, changing your mindset, how to change your life, how to feel happier about yourself. And I talked to him about it and stuff, and I gave him some points and stuff. And whenever he moved out, he said this one thing that just made me click. Like, this is what I want to do. He said, you've changed my life, bro. It made me click. It made me feel so good. There's the chills. And yeah, it's just like... That's what I kind of want to do. I just want to help people change the way they think and know that they can change their life. Wherever they are, they can change their life. I love dude, and, I love that so um, much. And that's kind of just what really started us doing this Discord. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, like I've had this idea for the podcast, like the Go Money Grow, where together we find the best ways to grow yeah. your money, your mind, and your body. But like after that realization that he had, like I had one of my own, and it's just like, this is how we do it. This mm-hmm. is how we can fulfill like that emptiness inside mm. of us that is like okay what do i want to do that's going to make me feel good about mm. life and i know i'm genuinely providing value to people that either really need it or just need yeah. some push in the right direction yeah and like i i hope that you two know and that y'all take all the gratitude in that because yeah, like absolutely i want to make it very clear for anybody who watches this who's happy with an average life that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. amazing. Exactly. But Absolutely. it is hard. It is hard when you're doing everything out of average and like you just know like I'm meant for more. Yeah. Yes. You're doing everything that was finally supposed to be it. You know, you're making money, day trading, killing stocks. That's supposed mm-hmm. to be it, right? Yeah. I trade stocks, I live my lifestyle. That's supposed to be it. And then 
a select few of us, right? Like, like we get there and like and like it's like, man, I want more. Yeah. I want more. I want more. And and it's not and it's not this greedy. I want more money, right? I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna right. want the more bigger, feeling. right? Yeah. It's like it's like I want like I yearn for this deeper. Mm-hmm. I yearn for this deeper feeling in my life, right? Like like I yearn to work this hard and be this creative all day and go to sleep and really know that like I made a difference, yeah, right? To go to yeah, sleep exactly. and really exactly. just be like, man, I made a difference. And to wake up every day until my, like I heard this the other day from somebody who so beautifully said, so I'm just going to quote it. But like our job is to wake up every day to our lives knowing that in that day we get to help other people wake up into their lives of everything that they are capable of ever being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. How beautiful is that? Just incredible. Right, and I love that you had that realization too because yeah. and I, I heard this quote the other day. I even posted it on Facebook, so you probably saw it. An unevaluated life is not worth living. Hmm. Very few people actually go in and evaluate their thoughts and their yeah. actions, right. right? Some people, if you're like a salesperson, you might, you know, check yourself every quarter, half a year. Yeah. Like, like you might do that, like, every bit. But, like, the high achievers out here, like, like they're checking themselves. I mean, every 30 yeah. minutes, yeah. right? Like, that's me, right? Like, I'm constantly, mm-hmm. constantly questioning my thought processes. I'm constantly questioning what I'm saying, what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, right? And not in this, like, perfectionism way or whatever, right? But it's like, like, I, I constantly want to know. I yearn mm-hmm. for more, right? right? And I try to get... I believe that if if you're not growing in life, you're not you're, living you're a life. Dying. Yeah. yeah. You but have to the, constantly be growing to, mm-hmm. to feel like you've fulfilled but the thing life. is but the thing is is what's growth because what the world yeah, teaches us everyone. is growth and what the in the growth that we really yes. need are two very different things right. right right and that's why you see so many people spend a whole entire lifetime building something and then realizing that they missed the whole point of life is because they grew in the wrong places yeah on paper this guy was freaking growing this guy grew very consistently his whole life this guy made it but only exteriorly did he do that Right. We have to make sure that we're going in the right places in order to be everything that we are meant to be. Right. Right. Be better than you were. Which means yesterday. evaluating ourselves yeah. constantly. So, right. Like, I'm not going to spend time evaluating your opinion before I evaluate my opinion. Like, if I have my ego so tied up in my own opinion that I'm not even going to evaluate it, which 99% of the world doesn't, then that stops my capability mm-hmm. to learn. Right. Wow. So you were talking about evaluating yourself. So the conversation that I had with this lady last night. So whenever I started, like, this is what I was telling her. And I just want to get your thoughts on it. It's like, I thought it was the right thing to say to the way I was going to explain yeah, it. But I'm going gonna, gonna to tell it to you. And I just want your thoughts on how I said it. So I told her, like, you can't love somebody until you love yourself, like, so unconditionally. Not that you can't anymore, but I feel like you just have to love yourself so much to the point that you're content with everything about yourself before you can genuinely love other people. We were talking, it was in relationships, in the relationship era that we were talking. Yeah. So I'm going to agree and disagree with that. Okay. Okay. Because that causes a lot of confusion. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because there's a single mom out there right now that's really broken, that was really hurt by somebody, Mm -hmm. that has been misused and mistreated. And her self-worth right now is nothing, but she loves those kids with all of her heart. I was broken for a long time. I wasn't able to show any love to my family, right? But I freaking loved them. Mm-hmm. I loved them so much, and it was so foreign to me that I had no idea how to express it or show it. Like I was so, exactly. like, I was locked into it. But I loved them. Mm-hmm. I can't properly 
like action wise, intention wise, I can't properly love you until I love myself. Right. I can love you more than anything in this world. I can't properly give you or show you the value that you bring to my life until I love myself because we're just not on the same page. Right. Right. Yeah. So I have to love myself. I have to see value in myself to even have a scale to base your value on in the first place. Yeah. So I can't love you properly. Right? If I was married, I'd be telling my wife, I do these things for me. Because if I don't do things for me, like my morning routine, if I don't do these things in the morning, mm-hmm. I can't show you that I love you. I can't show you that I cherish you. I can't show you that I value you. And I can't show you that I respect you at the level that you deserve until I take care of myself. Yeah. I can love you. I can respect you. I can value you. Mm-hmm. And I can cherish you all I want. I can't properly communicate and show you that until I love myself. Exactly. That's the key. That's wow. what it is. In my opinion. Yeah, no. Yeah. You just have <laughs> such a good way of yeah. explaining yeah. things. That it, so, like, so, so usually when we have guests on here, we'll ask them questions and they'll explain it in a way that brings up other questions. But you're so thorough in your explanations that, that you answer all the questions we would have had. Yeah. When you get done talking, and it's like, oh, I, I, I get it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what, what else I need to ask. You see why I talk to people for a living? Yeah. You see why I do that? <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's, that's, that's my value, you and know? You said you had, like, a, a podcast or thing about, like, mental health, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so we're starting a, you know, I'm starting up a podcast purely just for the mental health space. Right. Right? Like, so we're not going to be talking about money. We're not going to be talking about financial success or anything like that, but solely just for the mind. Like self-development. Yeah. Right. Grow. Yeah, but like for people who are really struggling. Like we're going after the topics that people don't want to talk about. Yeah. People yeah. don't want to talk about clinical depression and anxiety. People don't want to talk mm-hmm. about suicide. Like we have no problem talking about how last year, how many people that we know died from COVID. How many times have you heard that more people killed themselves last year than who, people who died from COVID? Right. We've had this epidemic of suicide for mm-hmm. decades and it's never brought up. It's never talked about. And so, like, we're going to be tackling those type of things. We're going to be going deep. Into, do, do you have uh, a name for it yet, or has it been started yet? So, people so, can... so, yeah, it was the Coffee Shop Podcast, which that's not even up right now. So, please don't go look for it, because you're not going to find it. <laughs> or I'm really bad, or I should, like, shut down everything that I do, because I'm really bad at my job, if it's still up. <laughs> so blessed to be able to do a lot of, have a lot of connections in nonprofits around the Panhandle. One of my favorite ones is a local one. It's called the Agape Center, and it's a nonprofit that helps people that struggle with clinical depression. Yeah. The director there, his name's Tony Foster, and he always talks about, like, I always prefer to it as the stigma of mental health, mm-hmm. right? He calls it the face of mental health. Okay. You know, we got to change the face, right? Like, anytime that you see any weird thing about mental health or anything like that, like, what, it's like some sad emo chick right. crying, right, looking depressed or whatever, mm-hmm. like... You understand, like, in 2016, when I hung myself, right? This is a true story. 2016, I decided to hang myself. I was that tired of life. I kid you not. I made sure that the rope and everything was good. And I walked into my parents' room there watching the Big Bang Theory. And I laughed and joked with them about the Big Bang Theory for 30 minutes. Laughed, joked. I mean, crying hysterically, laughing with them. Smile on my face. My whole life, smile on my face. Happiest go lucky kid you'll ever meet. And I walk in my parents' room and I go hang myself, ready to be done, right? Like, that's the face of depression. That's the face yeah. of mental health. 
Right? It's not like this weird thing. It's not the stigma that everybody thinks. It yeah. is. I'm an okay looking guy. Like I have an okay smile. Like I side smirk and wink all the time. You know, I like yeah, I do my yeah. thing. Right? Like, like I like no one fits me in the box of mental health. Like yeah. to the point some people don't even believe it. But like mental health doesn't look the way the world has put it out to look. So I think I'm gonna name it the face. The face. We're gonna change the face of mental health. That's what we're gonna do. That's all. Yeah. Well, as soon as you get it up and running, like, yes. send me everything, and I'm gonna. I'm I will, gonna man. I that. will. I'm stealing y'all's equipment. I'm gonna run, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna run from y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can definitely see. Yeah. It. So like that's 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 what the podcast is gonna focus on. We're not gonna monetize it in any way. Mm-hmm. I would say we're because like as y'all know, like I bring everybody in my life into everything that I do. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because right? like I'm very aware. Like like you don't understand. Like every single one of y'all sitting here. Like, I'm fully aware, like, y'all have just as much to do with my success as any other human alive, right? As, you know, like, everybody in my life, I've tried to bring everybody up, so I always say we, even though it's only me doing all these things, I'm gonna do it all alone, right? But it's like, I don't do it alone, right? Yeah, like, right, like yes. the impact back to that relative scale, when you're living at that tin up there, mm-hmm. like, the impact that just these simple life situations make, you know, I now turn everybody into like your business partner. Like the whole world is like my business partner. Help me feel, you know, these crazy ideas and dreams that I have to change some lives and 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 do some do some good along the way in this thing. Yeah, you know, so yeah. that's awesome. Wow. So I don't know. There's a few questions that I like to ask people, like at the end. Okay, so, shoot it. If there is one top tier. Nothing better you could say piece of advice that you would give to somebody to change their lives today. What would that be? I already said it. You have to, especially if you're struggling and you're hurting, you have to realize that it's your fault. Now that I'm on this side of things, I get to say what I say. I get to say chance is not it. Yeah. But what people don't understand if we don't get into this topic is that that was because of months and months and months and months of realizing that chance was the problem. Exactly. So it's chance is the problem, 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 until one day it got to turn and like, chance is not it. You had to change how I how I viewed it. Yeah. yeah. But, like, that's what you have to realize, is that, like, you are the problem. Get out of your damn way. Yeah. Like, if you don't have what you want, if you don't have the relationships that you want, if you don't have the friends that you want, right? if you don't have the business that you want, I'm not going to say money, because money's very different, but, like, if you don't have these things that you want in life... Mm-hmm. It's because somewhere along the line you got in your own way, exactly. right? Right. Yeah. Get out of your way. All these other things can can you can figure out later, right? Like I, like I'm a firm believer. Like never ask how. Don't ever spend time on the word how. Mm-hmm. Like how do I? How's Don't it going to get done? It. How's it going to get done? How's it going to get done? That doesn't matter. It's just what. What is it? Mm-hmm. Right. What is it that I'm craving? What is it that my heart is laying here, keeping me awake every night, starving for? What is that? Yeah. And once I find what that is, chase it. Don't try to get your ducks in a row. Don't talk to people. Don't mm-hmm. check anything. Don't anything. Like just take the jump. Wow. And realize that you're not it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it will work out. Awesome. And all these other things will be learned in the process of of reaching that. That's exactly right. Like, I've heard this statement. It's like the most profound statement, but it's like, if you want things to change in your life, you have to change things in your life. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you know, like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and yes. over again, expecting different results. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's so true. Right. Like, if you want things to change, you got to change your thinking. Mm-hmm. But see, that's what the thing is, right? Like, like that's what people don't get is because people don't explain things well enough. So they leave it open ended like that. Yeah. Change your life. 
what the heck does that mean? Yeah. Change my life, my diet, my right. workout routine, my friends. Change what is it I got to change in my life, right? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Don't change your life. You got to change your thinking. Yeah. Right. That's exactly right. You got to change the way that you think. Mm-hmm. However old you are, you got to realize that if you spend 20, like for me, I'm 24. If I spend 24 years teaching my brain to think this way, I got to realize it's going to take a lot of consistency to turn it around. And mm-hmm. intentionality. Right? Yes. So wow. I got to change my thinking and I got to be willing to put in the work to do that. And the thing is that since nobody knows what I think, I don't get to just call one of my buddies and say, hey, will you be my accountability partner? Mm-hmm. Right? I got to be my own accountability partner. I got to check myself with my own thoughts all day. Because I got I to think like, like when I'm thinking like the old chance, right? I got to check myself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. We're, that, we're not that guy no more. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to get in my head and start saying all these hateful self-doubt things towards myself and the devil's trying to get in my ear. I got, whoa, no, no, no. We don't talk to ourselves like that anymore. That was the old shit. This guy don't just do that. This yeah. guy this guy knows that this is going to work out. We got to change the way that we think. We got to be intentional about it. Yeah. Wow. I think by far this has been the most valuable podcast yeah. that we've ever had. And I genuinely value everything that well, you thank you. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I just I genuinely value everything that you have just brought to the table. Yeah. To hey, this is the first time I've ever got this like, is the first time we, we've ever got a guest on the podcast. I'm like so I'm like, so excited. Thank you for you, being usually here. after is, a podcast we just like, okay, that was a great podcast and you don't really think about it. this is a podcast that even all of us are gonna constantly be yeah, thinking gonna, about. Yeah. about I'm gonna have to go changed. through and re listen to it over and over and over mm-hmm. again just yeah, to understand everything that you've said, but I have a feeling a lot of guests are going to have just more personal questions for you. So if there's one place or a couple places that you'd like me to plug into the comments or anything that people can reach out to you personally and ask questions, what would that be? Yeah, so I'd prefer that you reach out to me through autumnmediaama at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook, and I'm the mixed spree guy with a really cute six-year-old girl kissing him on the cheek. <laughs> I'm sure that after you hear this podcast and once you see my photo with my daughter, like my whole life's gonna make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, my yeah. photos are my photos are very non-manly, but once you learn my heart and talk to me, like, like, yeah. you, like it's just me. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and so, yeah, you know, follow me on Facebook. Anytime that I have a really deep thought that I think can really help somebody, I post it. Right, and I, and I share things. I really try to post value. Yeah, you do. There. That's kind of how I want to be with the fitness and yeah. influencing stuff. Like, yeah. If I see something that like relates, I'm like, wow, that really hits. I want to post about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I do share value there. Add me on Facebook. I'll be your friend, friends with everybody. Um, and then just hit me up to say, hey, I listen to you on the podcast. I really wanted to know. I really wanted to know your thoughts on this, and I'd, I'd be more than happy to answer you. One thing that people need to understand is that the way that I talk makes mm-hmm. a whole lot of sense, as y'all all know now with me talking yeah but you can tell none of this would make sense if it was typed out right yeah right you have to hear the tonality you have to hear my heart my voice you get to hear that yeah. there's a good chance you have a deep question with me that you and me will be getting coffee really soon yeah um but like i'm more than welcome to buy you a cup of coffee and sit down with you and, and have that conversation and pour love into you mm-hmm. and i uh, work through whatever you need from me um just uh reach out to me from one of those platforms and uh, we'll set it up and and go from there for sure yeah this is just a personal question, me to you. Like with this whole Discord we're starting, like we have this section, it's called Mindset and Mentality. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you'd be up for it, I'd love to have like maybe like a once a month thing where we just have like a live Q&A where people can just ask questions and like we just spill mm. value and I'd love for you to be a part Dude, of that. Dude, that is so up my alley. Like that's, yeah. I would love that. Yeah. I love that. You know, and, uh, and like I, 
like I feel like I have lots of good things, you know. Yeah. I, I do like, like yeah, I, I'm do. aware of that, and you know, but uh, I'm not here to keep doing it to myself. Yeah, so, you know, like all this is only made worth it. This whole path to here is only <laughs> worth it because of the lives that I get to change. You want to change through lives. those circumstances. Yeah, that's it. That's why it's also worth it. That's why if God came right now, it's like I can take away all the good in your life for all the bad. I'd be like, take away the good. Yeah, take away all the good. Right. I keep the bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that relative scale, I know I can ta- I can reattack that wall. I have no problem with that. No problem doing the work. Mm-hmm. But like, I want to live at a ten. Yeah. Not a one. Even though the one is a much simpler road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll take ten every day. Mm-hmm. By far. Incredible. Wow. Well. Chance, I just, I just want to express <laughs> my gratitude for you being on this yes. podcast just one more time. No, thank, thank y'all. No, thank y'all. This is all my pleasure. I'm just like, I'm so overwhelmed to be here. Like before, like I've been sending every everybody my little snapshots. Like oh, I'm gonna be on my buddy's <laughs> podcast today, right? Like my dad, you know, like right before we started, so my dad had a picture of it. I was like, I'm on a podcast with my friends, right? Like it's Nothing, like I'm, I'm so makes... like, like like you know what I'm saying? Like like. I'm so honored to be here because I don't feel like I deserve to be like I don't feel like I'm the same yeah. caliber as you guys and at all. We no. feel the exact right. yeah. like, same like, way. No, like like I'm like I'm so just like incredibly to the core humbled to even have the opportunity to be here with you guys. Yeah. Let alone right. speak to you guys. Let alone maybe change some lives in the process. The value that y'all add to my life is worth more than any amount of money I can make or anything I could trade it for. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know, know if like, I can y'all always y'all always have me uh, in y'all's corner. That's for sure. I, mean, I just like the more and more that I say it, it just makes more sense. Whenever I first came up with Go Money Grow, it's where we together find the best ways to grow your money, your mind, and your body. Mm-hmm.